The information on this podcast is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All information contained on or related to this podcast is for general information purposes only. Hi, Chantel. Hi, Lisa. We're back again. Yes, we are. It's another fun day on the podcast, and we have a really amazing guest here. Yes, we do. We have Miss Cannabis here. Not just Miss Cannabis, Little Miss Cannabis. Little Miss you know, Cannabis. From the little Miss Happy books. <laughs> oh, little yeah, Miss, Little Miss Messy. Uh, little Mr. Men <laughs> yeah. books. Well, yeah. She's Little Miss Cannabis. Um, she's Martina. She's the education specialist in medical cannabis at Light Resources. Hi, everybody. I'm Lisa. And I'm Chantel. And this is Gut and Glory. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. It's yes. a neat experience to be here. Absolutely. I'm happy to share. Thanks for being here. You know, and we've talked about in previous um, episodes that I have, I have I'm dabbling in oh, the medical yes. cannabis yeah. world, right? Like the legal medical cannabis right. world. Um, and I met Martina. I actually reached, the, I was put in touch with her through Light Resources. And we had a really great conversation. She really did help me, gave me some really great ideas on um, how I should be using my medical cannabis and some other things that I can try um, because I'm in that stage of it's start slow, like start low, go slow. You betcha. Is that it? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I need yeah. a shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about this because yeah. – uh, my history is that I was diagnosed when I was 11 years old. I'm now <clears throat> slightly older than 11, but just barely. Um, and this is something that I have sort of seen coming from a long ways away. Yeah. Didn't help me through a lot of my um, through a lot of my toughest points. But I'll just I'll just go ahead and tell you right now that I did my own experimentation <laughs> with non medical cannabis. Uh, and I did find, this is in my 30s, not in my childhood years. No, not when you were 11. Uh, not when I was 11. <laughs> but I did find that I had a tremendous amount of luck reducing my anxiety. And mm. with uh, the reduction of my anxiety went a lot of my symptoms to the point where I would say now that's been my sole source of treatment for the last I want to say like 13 years. You were, you were, Lisa, you were actually kind of one of the ones, I don't want to say yeah. I never thought about it before because that would be silly. Um, but Lisa was kind of one of the ones who, when I talked about like, I don't flare because of food. I don't, I flare because of stress and I flare because of the environment, right? like the weather, you know? Um, and you know, you telling your story about how you really got in control of your mind and, and your life and what decisions you were going to make about where you were going to live and stuff. And then I started thinking like, maybe I should, I had been, I've been through so many medications on the market, all the way up to the biologics and back down, prednisone for six, seven years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was under the, like, I'm under the impression of, like, what's the harm in trying? Yeah. Like, really, what yeah. is the harm in trying? And, but, you know? Just a backstory, too, Martina. Chantel is um, much more um, by the book. She's a teacher, you know? She right. needs, she requires, uh, 
the the lesson and the proof, you know, like she she I looks see, for a lot of. I'm a science teacher too. Show me the evidence. Yes. And for me, it was this, you know, it was recreational use that taught me that I felt a lot better when I was uh, when I was using cannabis. That's True. just how I was converted. I, I mean, I found an application for it, right. but I didn't didn't get to use it when probably my symptoms were at its worst. So I was happy to see that it was doing something for you. And I am so excited about the direction that I'm seeing it going now. I, mm -hmm. I Especially here in Ontario. Especially here Woo! in Ontario. Oh, yeah, we're moving. Seeing yeah. the number of, um, and I have to say, the seeing the number of children that are finding this treatment in oils or in tinctures, you know, and having their lives changed, that is so encouraging to me. It is so rewarding. It's probably one of my biggest success stories is with a child um, who is CP, but also epileptic and weaning him off of all pharmaceuticals while bumping up his cannabis treatment. And since Easter weekend, he's been, he's had two mild seizures <clears throat> since Easter weekend. So that's the like, parents For are, someone who has epilepsy, that's five to six Amazing. grand malls a week going to the non-intrusive seizure. It was a very light type of seizure that they could relate back to. This is their, um, you know, th this has changed their whole life, right? It's, they're no longer rushing to emergency. They're no longer getting blood work. They're no longer getting um, any kind of, you know, medical worries that are happening. Yeah. And, and he said, the father came to me and said, I now know who my little boy is. Oh my gosh. Right? You he know what, I'm the first one to admit him. that, like, to say in my perspective, like, like there's proof that it works, there's proof that it doesn't work, but that's the same thing for every medication. Mm -hmm. There is people who will say that certain, um, you know, like even for myself, like I've traveled through a ton of medications in the pharmaceutical world. Some who I know so many people who it works for them. Yeah. Like a ridiculous amount of people who it works for them and it doesn't work for me. So I think what's important with people who are open to trying medical cannabis that they they think about it like that as well. Like, okay, a pharmaceutical drug might not work for you either. And if you're open to trying medical cannabis, it might not work for you, but at least you're giving it a try like you did all the other things. You know, I, I always had a problem with people telling me that I work, I'm gonna cure my IBD if I, had can, if I was using cannabis. Yeah, I'm gonna cure myself. But I've also had doctors tell me the same thing. If I have this medication, I'm going to go symptom-free for the rest of my life. So you have to take everything with a grain of yeah, salt. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not going to work for everybody, but I think it's I think we're moving in the right direction, allowing people that it's now becoming a consideration along with taking a biologic, along with taking a steroid or a 5-ASA. Or, you know, it's it's now being included. And I'm also starting to see in with my team of medical doctors, my GI, my GP, like my neurologist, they're not opposed to it yeah right like yeah. There, there is really there is a shift there is a paradigm shift that's there's occurring. definitely a shift yeah, yeah. And, and just having you know while we're on that topic there's also a shift uh towards um other uh non-western medicine absolutely ideas. There's more shift towards breathing yoga and meditation yoga and meditation yeah. and uh, even RMT and Reiki, there's more of, a, of an acceptance of those uh, philosophies from Western medical practitioners, right. which is fantastic. I, th I mean, I see it all as being very We positive. have access to the world now. Like, technology has allowed us to access the world. And, you know, 
illnesses are happening all over the world. How are other people dealing with them? Like, what are they doing? How yeah. is this happening? Like, how are they managing their symptoms? So, um, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, why this treatment works for people. Cannabis. I mean, what is it that you are seeing when a patient comes to you? So a lot of times it's been, um, you know, doctor appointment after doctor appointment trying to find a solution for an ailment and it's not working. Right. And, you know, the fastest growing population with cannabis as medicine is our senior citizens. Yeah, of course. Because they've been popping pills the longest. Right. And they're tired because the results aren't happening. You know, and we have That's to remember. in in yeah. yeah. And we have to remember cannabis was used for thousands of years as medicine prior to it going um, into prohibition. So this was used in Egyptian times, in African, in um, Asia, yeah. it, right? It, it's used as a treatment um, for menstrual cramps, for headaches, for, you know, all the ailments that we've all been suffering all along. Except we take a Tylenol for, essentially. Exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, we do. We do now because that's what's available. Cannabis hasn't been available for us, right? So it's now we have to learn all about cannabis again, even though this was sold on our shelves in our pharmacies in the 1800s up until Prohibition. It was. It was as a headache reliever. You can really? you know, Google the old medicine bottles and you can see, you know, cannabis L sativa. And yeah. it could have been mixed with like cocaine or uh, just, different a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, that was <laughs> non drowsy. Non drowsy. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're quite awake and aware. Um, so, I mean, it was there, right? So, there, there were doctors prescribing it. There was that legitimacy to it prior to. In Canada, it was in the 20s. In the United States, it was in the 30s. Um, well, I feel wow. like it's turning into that street drug now, it, like well, into that the it, weed, the marijuana, the Kush, the Mary Jane, like like it turning into that element. But that's just laced with it's not what you're getting from a legal producer in Canada. You know, like the street marijuana is not the medical cannabis. Well, because you know? it's not tested, right? Yeah. Right. That's our issue. Is you know, if I told you, listen, next we don't time know you get if it's sick, protected. We don't know if there's fentanyl in it. We no. don't know if there's other things. Right. Laced, I yeah. mean, and it's not necessarily that a uh, you know somebody who is selling this illegally is going to dose it with fentanyl. Yeah, but that's if they right. are a you know everything drug dealer and they have one drug table that they're separating things on. Now your cannabis is cross-contaminated, yeah. right? Right. So th there is that risk and that worry. And if I had said to you, listen, next time you get really sick, come to me. My cousin makes great antibiotic in his bathtub, super cheap. Don't worry, but it's great. You would be, you're disgusted, <laughs> you're right? So it's the same thing. With <laughs> you're not getting that penicillin right. from that guy down the street. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, not having a bath there next time. <laughs> right. It just sounds awkward. No, it makes sense. Right? It so does. if you're having street weed. It's grown in somebody's basement. Right. It's not tested for mold or mildew or bugs or any other kind of um, fertilizers or pesticides that they're using on it. So there's a risk to taking it, right? With the medical cannabis that we have access to now, it's all been tested. Government regulated. Government regulated yeah. testing, and it has to be approved. And it is a challenge sometimes when I'm dealing with the patients, they're like, well, they're out of this strain at my licensed producer. How, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? It, they say it's coming, it's coming, it never comes. That batch is being tested, and it right. has to pass. It's it also a plant, pass. so it's got to grow. <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. to grow. Yes, that's the other. And it, it has a growing time, and it has a curing time, and then it needs to be tested, and it's always stored at, in a vault. 
right? So they can always go back and pull it back out. When you're getting green stuff in a baggie from the dude down the road, (laughs) you have zero recourse. Right. Should you not. So why does cannabis work? Like what's in it that helps us? So what's in it is the cannabinoids. And what we have to look at first is the endocannabinoid system. So this system within us regulates everything from mood, temperature, digestion, pain perception, our sexual reproductive organs, our immunity. All of these processes require balance. So we produce two endocannabinoids. One is 2-AG, the other one is anandamide. And so what the science is suggesting is we are in deficiency of our own endocannabinoids that regulate our body. So now we are leaning into phytocannabinoids, plant cannabinoids from cannabis. THC and CBD are very similar to our own endocannabinoids that we produce. So when we use cannabis, we're like a big locking system and the cannabinoids fit into us like little keys, Mm -hmm. right? Creating cellular communication, putting the body back in balance, homeostasis. When we are in balance, we function. Mm -hmm. So this is why- That's very like, Eastern medicine as well, mm-hmm. like body and balance, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, like, right, and the it. spirituality, right? Yeah. The Reiki's and the meditation. Mm-hmm. It, we're whole people, so we need whole treatment. And it's funny to hear when you talk to people about uh, what they're looking for in life, you know, mm-hmm. what they're seeking in mm-hmm. life. Most people will say, I'm looking for balance, I'm looking to balance work in life, I'm looking to mm-hmm. balance uh, family and, this crazy job that I have. Yeah, take control of their stresses, like find their happiness. Spend less time on a highway in traffic, those things that are agitating us and more time at the lake, you know, relaxing. So yeah, that it makes sense. It's it's just a natural pattern. It is, and this is why cannabis treats over 700 conditions because it's not condition specific. It's your body is balanced. Right. Right. When the body is balanced, it functions and takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah. And it's really that simple. And. Just like um, if we can step outside and talk about the recreational use of, you know, and we're not doing that today, but I think that's why people enjoy uh, the recreational use too versus something like alcohol because one does tend to throw your body out of balance where the other settles you back into Exactly. Yeah. One, you're almost poisoning your body, right? right? And you're still, you know, receiving those recreational benefits Mm -hmm. of that intoxication and we get that from cannabis but we're not damaging our liver you know we're not causing a poison reaction inside of us nobody will ever die from cannabis it does not ride on a receptor to ever shut down our breathing unlike opioids and alcohol Right? right, so it's a very safe alternative for recreational. And I mean, even if you want recreational, hashtag all uses medical, right? right. It is. Yeah, it's, that's it, that's it what I'm medical. getting at. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, so regardless tell us, of the reason, like, so I'll speak of me myself personally how I'm using medical cannabis, and I went through the whole process, and we'll get there, I'm sure. Um, so I use CBD oil. Um, and my choice for CBD oil was for a few things, like, you know, the C- CBD has the, the background information, like to have the background proof and helping with anxiety and helping with headaches and acute pain. Um, so that's kind of really where I wanted to go. And knowing the job that I do, um, I didn't want to have that THC element in there. I don't want the the, the brain, the high, feeling. the high, like, feeling in my brain. I, just, I want the body relaxation, the body high, shall I say, you know, quote unquote. Um, so I, that's where I went the CBD. So very high CBD percentage, very low THC. So all of my prescriptions are less than 5% THC. Um, and then basically unlimited CBD. 
So I use an oil, I use a spray, but tell us how are, what are other ways? So I think when people think cannabis, they just think I'm gonna like roll a joint and smoke it, which is possible, That's, that is a way. It but, is. Yeah. But there are so many other ways. Just before you get off this though, I wanna understand when you did start using the mm -hmm. spray, what's the feeling for you? Like, do you notice, do you have any um So I have a brain... little, like buzz? Buzz, I yeah. have a little bit of buzz. Um, but I'm also very sensitive to cannabis, and I've always been, even as a teenager, smoker's alley. I know what you're getting at. You know? <laughs> I know where um, you're going. So I was always I'm very... <laughs> yeah, you're hip. To... Lisa's hip. So yeah. I've also, I've always been sensitive to it. So I do have a little bit of a, like, a brain buzz, I'll call it, mm -hmm. with the CBD oil. Because remember, there's still THC in it. Like, they can't just completely extract it. But it doesn't last very long. It's like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm still functioning. Like, trust me, my headache is way harder than what this buzz is that I'm feeling at this current time, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's that's it. And then after that, that's it. And then I don't feel anything other than my symptoms subside. They don't go away completely. But again, you know, our listeners know how extensive my health concerns are. It's not just Crohn's and colitis, but of other issues that I have and um, the pain I'm in on a regular basis. So it, it, it really helps by taking that edge off. You know, like it, it takes that, that edge off the, the, the pain where I, I can't get up and I can't move and I can't function. Right. Now I can function. And there's this dull, there's a dull pain just in the background. Right. Yeah. And for those of you who are not chronically ill and you don't have chronic pain, that you might not see, well, that doesn't seem like much of a difference. It is life-changing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. when, that, when that prominent pain turns into a dull hum in the background. Mm -hmm. And it, you said that you are not... You don't know if you're where you need to go on the on the dosage yet, right? Like I'm still because it's it is a slow process, and they do say to to start low. Like it doesn't make sense, and you know certain strains from certain producers might not work for me. So you know I switch right. to another legal producer and I try a strain that they have and see how it goes. Okay. Um, and you have to be patient, but that also you know like if you're going to be patient enough to have six you know, infusions of Humira or Remicade before you see a difference and you have to be patient with trying this as well. Like you, you don't just assume because you're thinking it's cannabis that you don't have to go through this right, process. Right, right. You know, like this Very process fair. exists. Yes. Right? So you had told me some really fantastic things. Like you had even suggested me taking some of my CBD oil and like rubbing it on my skin, like in yes. on my abdomen, yes. which I was like, hey, I can do this. Putting it in my bath water if yes. you have oil. yes. Right, so tell us other ways that you can use cannabis. So when we, when people are using cannabis in an inhaled session, okay. so you're either smoking it or you're vaporizing it, okay. um, it's great because you get instant relief, right? Your symptoms it's are, are, it's quick, yes. but it does not last long. You really only have symptom relief two, maybe three hours. Okay. So when you're in chronic pain, that's a nice break, but that's not long-term long enough, term. right? Mm -hmm. So then we look into sublingual application, and that's putting it under the tongue. It'll cross the mucous membrane and enter the bloodstream that way. And that's what I do. And that's what I you're use doing. A, I use a spray. I was using a drop and a spray, and right now I'm just using a spray. Just the spray. And right. very successful with it so yes. far, right? Perfect. So, um, and that one, it does take a little bit longer to kick in because we're waiting for the cannabinoids to cross the mucous membrane and right. enter the bloodstream and get through the system. So it's about half an hour. Some people, it's quicker. 
Mine, um, I would say mine's probably about a half, half an hour. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's the common. But your symptom relief can last four to six hours. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, again, better use of your medicine and your money at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we look at actually eating cannabis, ingesting it. And that one, what happens is not so much with the CBD, it doesn't make that much of a difference, but THC does. It changes from delta 9 THC to 11 hydroxy THC, which is a longer, stronger version. So now you're locked in for eight hours, eight to 10 hours on an edible mm-hmm. for most people. So again, chronic pain, chronic conditions. Yes, I want that long term. I need that long term. Right. You also create a tolerance to THC. So that's why we go low and mm-hmm. and go slow. Because you don't want to start high and then you have nowhere to go after that. Yeah, right? you know? build it up, right? And we can also counteract highs from THC with CBD. So CBD counteracts THC's psychoactive effects. So this is what I tell patients, you do not have to be stuck, right? Before that was, well, you're you're done, you're stuck, we'll see you in a few hours, right? You're, so the THC it. is beginning to help somebody, but the, it's a brain buzz, we'll call it, is too much. We can just, it can be cut down by adding CBD to you the betcha. mix. You betcha, exactly, right. right? So we can manipulate the treatment to, to satisfy our own needs, right. right? So using more CBD than THC mitigates that high. You know, I right? feel like it's that high that actually prevents people from being open to medical cannabis. It was my, it was my, it was why I didn't want to. Yeah. It wasn't anything else. I'm like, it's a plant. It's fine. It wasn't anything else. It was, it was literally that I don't, I've been on Medicaid, you know, I was diagnosed, I'm 31 and I was diagnosed when I was 20. So it's, it's been Mm. a while now. And I've been diagnosed since then with arthritis and, you know, Chiari malformation, which is brain issues and fibromyalgia and all of this back Mm. issues, all of this stuff with arthritis. I don't like, I've, been high on drugs forever. Yes, like, thank you. Yeah. I yes, don't want you. this high yes, anymore, yes, right? Yes. And then I thought, my gosh, now I'm going to try medical cannabis and now I'm going to be high even more. Like, I don't yeah. want to do this. And then it was like, no. Like, it was my ignorance. I didn't know. Yeah. And, right? and like, not wrong. You have never been educated. Absolutely. There is no public education. And there education, is only the, the common perception the of street. what it happens on it's what the, I know is what I've drugs. experienced yeah. on the street like I grew up in you know a really tough neighborhood in Scarborough like mm-hmm. weed is not foreign in my area yeah. like yeah. you know I, did I know not, what it is like, just FYI I did not grow up in that tough neighborhood in Scarborough and yet I was fully aware that's of right. what it did so it's not you know it's pretty pervasive that yes yeah. yeah, it's it's but the I really dirty do think nobody that's talks it is. about. So that's really comforting for listeners to know. Like, if you do need that THC, because the THC is is definitely the higher amount in terms of dealing with pain and certain mm-hmm. things. You know, we and medical cannabis is not. It's interesting because people will talk openly about medical cannabis when it comes to somebody with you know stage four cancer. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's get let's get it. Like we need you know, but we almost because that's the big C word and you know cancer is awful and it yeah. t- takes everybody but there's other chronic illnesses that people are living with that need this just as much yeah. well you know? and i find martina we were just talking about this before the uh, before we turned on the microphones but just talking about the um the children that are finding this mm-hmm. uh yeah. finding cannabis and finding cannabis based treatments that are working for them and i'm sure that there are parents listening that are feeling that way um, or who are that parent are that or parent who are, who are that having parent? that child they're they're they they do not want to tell people that i'm giving my kid medical cannabis yeah. but it's yeah. working yeah, yeah. But it's you know it's uh speaking as as a child who was on a million medications 
uh, I, I wish this had been something that was available or, or more known. I mean, I guess yeah. it was available, but it was more known when I was. Yeah, um, we came back out with the medical cannabis program in Canada in the late 90s, mm-hmm. 99, 2000, 2001 right. is when it kind of really started to reestablish. So, yeah, it wasn't available. It and wasn't if anybody available. gave it to you, it was, you know, behind closed doors and nobody talked about it. And by the way, the spray that I use, because I use I don't do the drops anymore. I use the spray. The spray that I use is um, it's peppermint flavored. I know so that's the other that. thing, too. So people I know some people don't like the taste or yeah. they don't like the smell. Mine's peppermint flavored. It's great. It's like a breath mint. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's fresh. Yeah, you won't necessarily uh, if you start if you start uh, using this treatment, you won't necessarily be like hiding behind a Becker's with a, with no, a package no, this, of your uh, no, yeah, no, you know, of it's your in my medicine mold. cabinet along yeah. with all the other it's things that are in like there. Breast spray. So, yeah, what are some of yeah. the other products that are up and coming right now? Because I know like things are starting to you know change and and. They're becoming cross borders in terms yes. of products. Yeah, available. and it's it's getting exciting because things will become available as soon as Health Canada approves. And this is like October. October seventeenth. October seventeenth. Yes, big big day. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Okay. It will be a big day. Yeah, um, oh yes, that's yeah. the day. I've already marked it in my calendar. Absolutely. I'm so excited. <laughs> Everybody's gonna celebrate. <laughs> so there's like dried flowers. There's dried flowers. So you have your dried cannabis that you can inhale. You can use that in. Um, I would, put, you know, if somebody's wanting to smoke it, okay, we're going to smoke, but at least use a water form. Put it through a bong or a water pipe of some sort. What you really want to do is make it, you know, harm reduction. So take the heat off the top of the lungs. That's what causes us can respiratory you, issues. You, know, you can do anything you want. You can, so you can what make you tea want? with the dried flower? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not just the oil. Not just the oil. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and we do have the rights as medical patients to turn our flowers. So we can infuse it into butters and oils. Cannabis is fat soluble, so that's why we use oil and butter. Also why it stays in our system so long, because it's storing in our fat cells, mm-hmm. right? So just because we're showing positive for cannabis in our system does not mean we're intoxicated because it's storing in our system. Okay. So um, so we can turn it. We can turn the flowers, which is great. People then, you know, if they find a strain that they really like and are getting great results on, then turn that into an oil and butter, you know, dose a tincture with the oil, or a you know butter to bake with, or make yourself some brownies. Make right? yourself, yeah. brownies. make yourself a treat. Yeah. So brownies, I've noticed make your favorite recipe with some infused butter. So right. Just, just yeah. tell your friends when they come over. Yeah. Um, I've noticed. Or on don't the- tell your friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've noticed online there's like capsules. Yes. I'm seeing now like yes. pills. The pills, yeah, the I'm capsules. Like, what's going on here? Very yeah. easy to medicate on the go, right? And we're familiar with how to take capsules. We're not familiar how to take flour and turn that into a, a medical treatment. Right. Just popping a pill right. is way easier. We're, we're conditioned, yeah, right? Absolutely. We know it, especially when a doctor says, "Here, take this pill," right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'm looking for relief, so I'll. Yeah. I, we trust our doctors to provide us. The medicines for relief so there's the capsules there's the dried flour there's the oils there's the spray um we also have what's called a decarb mm-hmm. and so cannabis in its raw form is in its acid form and it needs to be heated decarboxylated in order to turn it into active so if you were to go and see a beautiful cannabis plant flowering and you went and picked a bud and ate it 
there's not this huge psychoactive, right. right? Because it's in acid form, so it's not going to provide you those effects. So that's why we heat it. We smoke it. We infuse it in heat into the oils, right? Mm -hmm. um, so what some companies have done now uh, has they've actually decarboxylated the cannabis, milled it into like a fine grind, mm -hmm. and now you make capsules. So it's almost like a powder, essentially, that's it inside is, the capsule. It is, very much. And you create your own capsules with your own dosing in it because sometimes people suffering IBD cannot tolerate the oils. Right. Right? right. We already have issues yeah. going on down there. And if we add another oil, and it, it can even be as simple as changing the carrier oil. So some licensed producers will use um, MCT, medium-chain triglyceride, a derivative of coconut oil. Other ones will use grapeseed, sunflower oil. Right, so what does your body accept well? So right. changing your right. LP, which stands for licensed producer, yeah. could make a difference in how that type of Medicine. cannabis that you're using works for you. Yeah. And I know that you had mentioned that there's up and coming like inhalers and patches and yes. gum. gums and, and yeah, bath bombs and wow. gloves and lotions. And October 17th is going to be a very interesting <laughs> is day. Is this yeah. the day when this stuff is also? No. 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 Okay. We just will have access as citizens mm -hmm. to be able to purchase by and he's like and just speaking possessed. as somebody who has uh, investigated like the trade shows and the yes. different things that are coming out. It's amazing the things that people are making bath bombs fudge yeah. uh yes. baking it into food that you know is sold in food trucks yeah. um so amazing. drinks drinks who yeah is, smart drinks who is eligible to have medical cannabis like i was like but yeah. I like I think I feel like listeners will be like, well, Chantel has this, 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 and this, and mm -hmm. I only have this and this, right? Or I only have this, or I only uh -huh. suffer from this. So who who can have who can do this? Anybody that has a desire mm -hmm. and commitment to medical cannabis treatment, it is new as a treatment, and anybody who has one of the seven hundred conditions, you don't need a multiple array right. of conditions you like if you're you know, going to a doctor to to monitor your health for whatever reasons it could be from migraines to blood anxiety, pressure to, to diabetes anxiety. to right. yeah our cancers our you know chronic pains then essentially you can be reaching out to looking for the medical cannabis 100 percent. yep you say no one has ever uh died because no. of uh cannabis so would you would you consider this a first-line treatment for most conditions? Would you, if, if let's put it in a, in a practical context, if, let's imagine it's someone in your family who is diagnosed with anxiety or IBD, Crohn's, or... IBD would you recommend first? First try this. Uh, yeah, and I, probably because I am so pro, everybody in my family knows, <laughs> so my anecdotal story of my family is my stepfather had hip replacement surgery about five years ago didn't take very well nothing more they can do for him he lives in pain okay he deals I live in pain fine but now what happens he can't sleep so he right. was three and a half hours interrupted every night sleeping so when you're not getting your sleep you're not in balance either right, right. so I suggest you know we'll get you onto the CBD oil you don't have to be high you can still drive you can complete all of your daily routines without an interruption mm -hmm. just try this one dose of cannabis oil in the day CBD high high CBD very very minor THC so after one month of treatment he doubled his sleep to seven hours 
Wow. No interruptions, not even waking to go to the bathroom at 60. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, proof is in my pudding. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And it can, it, it has to, it'll be in everybody's pudding if they put the right ingredients in and make it work for themselves. Now, I also too believe that it's important to have dual investigate both sides absolutely of course. Yeah. and to keep them both involved like i don't want someone listening who has ibd say you know what i'm never seeing my gi again i'm just as kind as medical of course cannabis. not yeah like course i not. i still take some of my western medications in addition to this and i i use the medical cannabis as i was mentioning earlier specifically for more of my acute pain my acute anxiety yeah. um you know like when i'm having those really bad pains whether they're in my back or my head or in my intestines regardless of what's going on and Instead of in, instead of taking the Tylenol, because really I people with diabetes shouldn't be taking anything other than Tylenol. No. You can't take ibuprofen. You can't take right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so instead of taking the Tylenol, that's what I take. Um, or it, mostly mainly too as well for my anxiety. And I don't sleep as well. So for those elements as well, because if I'm not getting my sleep and if my anxiety is running my days, which very often it does, then I'm tense. My gut is tense. My intestines are tense. Everything is tense. And that's not helping my IBD. It's not helping my arthritis. It's not helping my fibromyalgia. Yeah. You know, so it's it's dealing with it that way as well. So I, I would recommend having the dual I agree with you, and yeah. I, I mean, I think it, we should be clear and say that, first of all, you must have a diagnosis. Like, get your diagnosis. Yeah, like, don't you, not you get go a name for colonoscopies because it's a colonoscopy. Yeah, Western like, medicine yeah. has uh, discovered this condition and has, you know, an amazing That's job right. treating it and helping people. I'm just curious from a perspective of somebody who gets diagnosed now. Um, yeah, you know, because it's so, it must be so different to be here in 2018 and get a diagnosis of, of Crohn's or colitis yeah. because I mean, there are biologicals that are now on the market yeah. that never were, uh, they weren't even really, when they weren't I around. Started, no, right. Yeah. There are all of, there's a, there are different ways that you can go now. There's more pr surgical procedures that you can, uh, you can investigate now. So, and granted, that's a great thing. It I'm is. so glad is. that if you were to be diagnosed right now, there's a hundred avenues that you can go down. It's right. wonderful. You know, but it's yeah. got to be overwhelming. But I mean, I think about it from a, uh, from somebody who has tried almost every avenue. I now try to simplify and try to simplify my life and the, and the supplements that I take and the food that I eat. And now that I'm a mom too, I watch my daughter's diet and you know, it, I think I think that it would be very hard for me to put her on a pharmaceutical, just knowing having gone through a life of being yeah. treated. So this is something that if I were a parent, I might want to investigate something natural first. Having already gotten a diagnosis for her condition, she doesn't have one, but should she develop have had one. one or develop one, right. I would want to look at a natural avenue I think first. Okay, so now let's talk about that. That takes us into light resources, the clinic light resources yes. who were fantastic for me. So I think one of the first th things I learned was that if you have, if you are a candidate for medical cannabis and you are approved for that, I am not going to the store on Young Street to buy it. Like medical cannabis, legal medical cannabis comes from a legal producer, as we had mentioned, you know, government regulated, and it is mailed to your house by Canada Post. Like, 
It is, sh- there is no secret. Should be cannabis it is shipped, oh, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. You can have it. It is shipped to you. Like, there is not a secret. You're not hiding it. It's not a secret. I have a prescription for medical cannabis. I've purchased it from a legal producer. I have paid for it online. Mm-hmm. It is now being shipped from Canada Post, Pure Later, whoever yep. they used to ship. You know, you're not going, you're not going in this store. It's like, not, you know, no like back this alley. You're doing with your, this thing you can't you're doing with your hands. You can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but essentially I'm like catwalking. You know, like I'm just like. She's a burglar on the prowl. I'm a burglar on the prowl. Suffice to say, if you're listening, like, Chantel has not bought illegal weed. I'm but just, you can tell by the hand motion she's when, doing. So, she may have before. So the legal producer that I, well, I, I signed up for a couple legal producers originally, yeah. but then the one that I settled on is Hydropothecary, who does the Elixir Peppermint CBD Spray. They're the only one that Did does Did you the even spray. see their feminine spray? Oh, no, is that new? Fleur de Lune. <gasps> feminine spray Fleur de Lune. Wow. Mm. I need to get on the website when I right? get home. Right, I know. So, so it's going to make your little it's sister so feel great. Yeah, so <laughs> I've, I've, stuck, I've stuck with them, you know, and because they have the CBD spray with the peppermint, yep. which I really do enjoy, and they're the only one that has it. So that's, that's what I do. Um, but how did I get to this point? So I got to this point by reaching out to a clinic called Light Resources. Light is L-Y-T-E. Um, and they really made the process super smooth for me in terms of like the paperwork that needs to be filling filled out even putting me in contact via like OTN yep right which and we talked about OTN on our episode with uh, telemedicine um and the PACE program so I use the OTN telemedicine conferencing to get in touch with a doctor who I spoke to about my symptoms and my conditions and my existing diseases and things like that um, and then she went about prescribing um, what she thinks would work best for me. And then a few months later, we had another conversation. We chatted about what worked. She changed my prescription a bit more. So tell us more about the, the your experience, because I really recommend Light Resources. I think they're fantastic. Um, so their website is um, lyteresources.com. So lightresources.com. And, and tell us how this goes. So I need a, do we need a referral? You do not. You can self-refer in. It is a free appointment um, that will be covered under OHIP if you're in Ontario. So we um, will have you fill out paperwork. It's all online. You fill it out, hit the submit button. That hits our office. We review it. Then we set up the appointment. You have your appointment with the doctor like you had. And then um, after that appointment where it's recommended cannabis okay yes I can treat this condition with cannabis then um, then you'll be set up with a phone call with myself the cannabis educator at the clinic and just to go over you know how to use this how to titrate how to move up your dose when you're needing to um, explaining all of the you know the side effects that may come with cannabis you essentially do what the pharmacist does at choppers basically when you pick up yeah. your prescription yeah have you have you had this have you ever had this before let's go to the consultation window (laughs) that's me on the phone yeah so yeah it's just explaining the process how you have to register with the licensed producer in canada it's called a medical document when you've been recommended for a treatment so the medical document gets created and faxed to the licensed producer and then your online registration will line up and then you get an email or a welcome call they literally do everything like they just i was just getting emails saying fill out this form sign here i'd send it back and then i get another email saying like you know thank you for this we just have one more thing we need you to do fill this out like it was just 
Super easy. And giving us a list of the licensed producers. And how many? We have over 50 in Canada, is oh, it? 115. Over 115, yeah. So yeah. I know some of the ones that people have heard about, like Tweed is a big one, big I one. know. Yeah. Tweed's a big one. Hydropothecary, I don't know if it's super big. There's Organigram. There's, like, there's a lot of licensed producers. Um, and I, I had access to and you don't have access to all of them so no, you, you yeah. need to look online or and even speak to the to the doctor that you get in contact with through light resources and the people like martina at light resources who will tell like if you're guide safe you. or, guide you like yeah. if you're saying like i said i want cbd oils then there are certain loose licensed producers who i should sign up for who are better for me to go with than it is to go with other ones who may be specializing in the dried flour or, or who may be specializing right. in more THC sides of oil, right? Yeah. So that's how I was able to find that hydropothecary worked with me because of the oils that they had in the spray that I was specifically interested in. But super easy. And then I think my first trial was three months. So I had a prescription that was three months long. Um, and then at the end of the three months, even before the three months was over, someone from Light Resources contacted me and said, your prescription is going to run out. We need to set up another appointment with the doctor as a follow-up. Because either, you know, one, this is not the road for me. Right. It didn't work like some medications do, you know, or, or whatever could be my choice. For me, on the other hand, I was a little bit more interested to continue going. I'm still in my trial stage. Mm -hmm. I felt like in the three months, I couldn't really try as much as I wanted to. So you talk to the doctor again, who did some tweaking. She did some tweaking of my of my um, prescription. That was sent to the licensed producers I had signed up for. I filled out the forms to continue my registration. And boom, that was it. Like nothing. I didn't have to print anything. That's amazing. Facts. Nothing. I sat on my porch in my Muskoka chair drinking my tea while the mailman showed up with my next prescription. Nice. Yes. Now, is it the same process if you're bringing in a child? It, what is the procedure? Children do need, um, because there is not a lot of evidence out there about mm -hmm. how this affects the brain development in young, not so much on the CBD, but even our tea, CBD has some THC in it. Right. Um, so... The, you know, the cannabis treatment needs to, especially on a child, everybody needs to be aware, right? Because there are other doctors. Right. And I mean, light makes that very clear. You need to inform your family practitioner that this is yeah, the one treatment of the that we're on having. Yeah, one questionnaire is, are your doctors aware of this? Yeah. And even asking, I think, for their information. I was like, of course my doctor's aware of this. Like, I've talked to them all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Some people don't because some doctors are just not there yet. Right. And I mean, a lot of them, sounds like your doctors, they're on board, but they just don't have enough behind them to start recommending it. Right. And they're not, right? they, they're not saying, here's my prescription I'm going to give to you but I support you in your decision to try it but be honest with yourself and keep me updated on how it's going right right just open communication for everybody yeah. it doesn't need to be a dirty secret so if I, I'm I'm curious for uh, any parents who are listening because I was very I, I have seen uh, stories of children who have made remarkable mm -hmm. uh, progress on Colton's cannabis. story. Yeah, the Colton, Colton, Colton Turner. Is, yeah, yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. He's Crohn's. He, he's Crohn's disease. Crohn's. You can actually, just before you talk about Colton, we'll you put can that on the, We should put that on yeah, the Yeah, so slash blog. So Colton is C-O-L-T-Y-N. So C-O-L-T-Y-N-S-C-R-U-E.org backslash blog. We'll put the link it's on amazing. our Facebook page, but this kid diagnosed with Crohn's disease just deteriorating, but 11 yeah. when he had his yeah, diagnosis yeah. and going downhill, wasn't able to keep weight on, uh, just 
like in, in the range of treatments were so familiar to me because mm -hmm. that was when I was really dealing with it. The moon face with the prednisone. Oh man, that moon the, face, uh, let me tell you. The biologic, <laughs> the, he hit one on Humira and he had those painful injections and his family was giving him the injections. And, oh my gosh. And then he tries cannabis oil and starts making a slow but steady recovery. And now the pictures of him are just unbelievable. This kid is such an advocate such an for advocate. cannabis oil because he has had such a remarkable yeah, recovery. Yeah, he has had it. such an amazing, and his symptom control, and a yeah. lot of like yes. having a, being chronically ill is symptom control. And I, we know this, absolutely. that when you are a parent watching a child deteriorate, it takes a lot of your fight away from you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 it's exhausting. It's exhausting, see. it's depressing, it's, yeah. it's immobilizing. Yes. And uh, I mean, if you are a parent who is struggling, just know that this is potentially an option for you. I know that one of the things we worry about is brain development, but I think at a certain point when the kid is struggling and in so much pain, you're, not you're just willing nutrients. to, yeah, yeah. Yes. you're just willing to try anything. And this is really something uh, that you should investigate if you're in that Definitely, situation. For sure. And so they could reach out to you, Martina, or, uh, light or resource, come through Light. light. And Light Resources' yes. website light resources. is L-Y-T-E resources.com. So like, and everything's on there. Everything you need, their phone numbers, and they're so great at answering questions when you call. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, my experience was, I don't want to say easy because I feel like people are going to be like, it's just thrown to anybody, but it truly was a seamless, comfortable, very answered all my questions. You know, having someone like being able to speak to someone like Martina, who's an education specialist and really could answer my questions and was understanding of my apprehensiveness and, you know, kind of being a little bit reserved about it. It was really nice to know that there are baby steps that I can take and there's things yeah. that I could try. You know, on social media, I get bombarded all the time, you know, because I'm a big advocate with, of all my conditions of people posting these articles and, you know, the headlines are, you know, Crohn's disease cured and this cured. And and a yeah. lot of times it's, yeah. a lot of times it's associated with, oh, if you, if you're going to have, you know, you know, marijuana cures Crohn's disease. And I'm, and I'm always, I'm always just like. Stop using yeah. the Damn word it. cure. You know, like, yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I just, we're not I keep curing. Saying, like, yeah. You know, yes. you're, yeah. And, and that, I think, I think that also doesn't help. I think the brain buzz and the fact that there are, you know, sources out there that are illegitimate sources, by the way, yeah. that are saying that this you're going to be cured if you do. It's just like the people who tell well, me if I try this diet, if I eat this food, I'm going to be cured of my disease. But, you know, Martina is, is uh, you know, what you just said is is exactly right. The, it's a heal. Absolutely. It's being healed, right? to heal. And for some, for some people, healing feels enough feels like, like a, a cure. cure. Fair, right? yes. You know, and yeah. we want to proclaim loudly when we're feeling good. We yes. never want to talk about it when we're feeling like shit. Absolutely. Right. So I think people do... I think what's exciting about this treatment is that it is providing the opportunity to heal some of the tissue that is It gets is you in remission. Inflamed. Yeah. yeah. It does. And when we hear the word remission, people think of cancer. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. But you have to, like, people need to start changing their vocabulary because if you are chronically ill. Oh, yeah. You know where you are. You, yeah. Remission is a term you use. Yeah. Chronically ill. And if you go into remission, it means your symptoms are being managed and you can be put into remission. This is yes. not just a term for cancer. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a chronically ill term. So medical cannabis, along with whatever other medications that you could be taking, you're, we are ultimate until there's a cure, a real cure. Right. We are ultimately looking for remission. Yeah. Yeah. 
we want for something relief. to let you heal that's right your body yeah yeah, yeah. we and want the clinical remission which is like your colon is not inflamed anymore right and we want symptom remission yes yeah you know yeah that's what we want for sure. And it's difficult, right? We're just looking for the balance. But today's diet, stressors, injuries, genetics, oh, where are we going to find yeah. the balance? I know. Right? Plus, Plus Trump. Cannabis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's no balance. <laughs> There's no balance. Diet. I yeah. cannot. Yeah. But yeah. maybe if you use some medical cannabis, some THC, you can actually find the humor. Right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. So if we're trying. If you are in Ontario, because Light Resources works with Ontario. Yeah, we're right? based out of Ontario. So if you've listened to this podcast and, you know, maybe the three of us here have kind of lightened your perspective a little bit, because yes. it really is a perspective. It is. Mm-hmm. It really, it, I, my perspective needed to be a little bit more lightened. Yeah, when I met you, when I started talking to you about it, you were... I don't think so. I don't know about this. And the stereotypes need to be broken as well, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think it's a great way to start. I had a wonderful experience with Light Resources. I would say reach out to them for sure. Um, Reach out to Light Resources. Um, Start the process. Start low and go slow. Yep. And you know what? If it doesn't work for you, if it doesn't give you symptom management or symptom relief in any way, then at least you can say you've tried. Yep. You know? And there's, like... What else, if you're at the point where this is, nothing is working for you, then don't just sit there when there's another avenue, there's another road you can go yeah, down. That's what right. do you got to you know? lose? And right. a lot, and I mean, remember that there's a huge industry coming behind this as of, in here in Ontario, as of October 17th. So there is real science behind it. You know what? It may I've not actually... work for everyone, but, you know, there's no a chance. No for everyone. But yeah, yeah that, that's does, true. Right? But there's there's also a chance that, you know, if you're finding that, oh, you, I tried it, it's not working, it might just be a different you need, strain. Or you need to overcome some of your own um, mental blocks. Your mental blocks about it. Your, sure. your, your own personal stigma that you're creating. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's pretty, it, it is tough, right? Because you've been trained your whole life. So this hate is bad. this drug. Absolutely. Right? It's lumped in, you know, I mean, Canada's a bit better. We we have it as a Schedule two, which means it's a non-violent, you know, not like the right. cocaine. But the United States, it's the same as cocaine and heroin. It's in that same category. Absolutely. And it does not And yet cause. there are states that are legalizing it and using it as medical treatment yeah, already. Medical and finding and recreational, right? huge benefits huge. from it. Huge, yeah. Yeah. And so we can help all across Canada. We're just located in Ontario. Okay. But yeah, anybody can access And guys, us like using maybe. the OTN network and, uh, you know, your your doctor consultation is covered by OHIP. And I've even started to hear of certain um, insurance companies who are beginning to cover um, the purchase of medical cannabis. That's exciting. Done, done Mary, legally. I'm so excited. Now, based on only certain conditions and things right. like that. Like, I know my insurance company does not cover it currently, but times are changing. Um, and yes, it is you do, for the most part, have to pay out of pocket, but you try it because I'm starting to realize that $100 every now and then, I just won't go out to dinner twice. Yeah, you make because other this is worth it. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like this, there's, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, we're coming close with um, the whole coverage. You know, we do have some companies that are covering for serious conditions like cancer, of course, Parkinson's, of epilepsy, those types, right? But um, you know, 
people are very upset at the insurance company, you're not covering this. And it's truly not the insurance company that's not covering it. Your employer has not purchased a policy to include it. Ah. Right. right. So until, but we're not ready to have that conversation. Hey boss, next time you renew our policy, you know, can you? <laughs> I was looking for some yeah. cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that right? package cost? Check that, yeah. <laughs> like, right. Well, talk to your boss if you have that kind of right. But you know what? After like October seventeenth, there could be a lot of things that change. You know, and education has to change, and conversations have to change, and even going right down to medical schools. Yes. Like when we're training our medical, you know, the next generation of nurses and doctors and therapists, that conversation has to change there as well. And I think starting in October, that might begin. That might be what we see. We have to break the stigma, just like we have to. We're still trying to break the stigma of IBD. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. Right. there is that stigma there. Thanks so much for joining us, Martina. Yeah, thank you, Martina. Thank you so much uh, for having me. You know, great. and thank light you. resources, medical cannabis. Woo! Woo! Yeah. And if you yeah. are a parent or if you're not a parent, you're just a patient uh, who has had some experience with uh, love to hear from medical you. cannabis, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about your experience. Please uh, write to, to us, us on, on Facebook. our Facebook page yeah. and uh, tell us uh, tell us what you think. Yes. Thank you, Martina. Thank you so Thanks much, guys. Martina. Strength and positive thoughts, everyone. Till next time. Guts and Glory is produced by Bang Albino, Inc., a full-service creative agency. 